Welcome to the Talk to Talk Club podcast where I talk about anything and everything. Sometimes I wake up in the mirror and I say to myself, wow, I am black. Not in a sense of panic or having an identity crisis, more like a celebratory moment for me. It's like getting your first pube as a teenager. Plus, being black has benefits to it. For one, I'm hung like a horse. Plus, I know how to dance. And if I end up having a kid, there's a 50% chance he'll become a pro athlete or join a street gang. And those are percentages I can live with. On top of that, we have LeBron James, Jay-Z, and we used to have Michael Jackson before he transitioned into a white guy. I guess he figured they would let him continue to molest kids if he looked like one of them. Man, was he wrong. But I guess that's what happens when you don't have a sense of self. So before you end up having an identity crisis and bleaching your skin and chopping your nose off and getting a 90s soccer mom haircut, I'm going to give you a few ways on how to get to know yourself better. Number one, examine your reaction. Becoming aware of your physical self and the world around you gives you valuable information about the deeper inner self. Have you ever met somebody and got an eerie feeling like they might be a serial killer And it's not just because of the blood on their shirt and the individual trash bags they're throwing in the lake. It's your inner self telling you there's something wrong with the person in front of you. Maybe you have a parent that's always talking about your weight, but the only weight you're thinking about is the opportunity to run them over in the driveway. Being in tune with your inner self can help you assess how you're feeling and use that information as a guide to make a better choice instead of a homicide. Number two, have a dream journal. Sometimes our dreams are mysterious and just weird in general. Writing them down helps you gain a deeper knowledge of yourself. During sleep, our minds may work through difficult situations. While our emotions might reveal themselves in a safe, confined place inside of our dreams. Maybe you keep having a recurring dreams about building a house out of churros. That could be your subconscious telling you to go back to Mexico. And if that's the case, your subconscious might be Republican. Or maybe you keep dreaming about prison. That could be your subconscious telling you you're gay or criminal. Maybe both. You could be the bank robbing Sam Smith. All you have to do is walk up to the teller in a diamond encrusted jumpsuit and sing a theatrical ballad called Give Me All Your Money while shooting firecrackers out your ass. I'm pretty sure they'll give you the money just for that performance alone. Number three, keep a regular journal. The process of sifting through the weeds of your mind and bringing what's below the surface to the forefront helps when you keep a journal of your emotions, feelings, and thoughts. Maybe you keep thinking about stealing your neighbor's dog and selling it for crack because for one, you're sick of hearing it bark all day And two, you ran out of money to fund your addiction. I know that's strange, but that's the first thing that pops in my head every time I see a poster of a missing pet. Especially in the ghetto because they barely have money to feed themselves, let alone a pet. So the only conclusion is they're either selling it for drug money or eating it. But I digress. Whatever the case may be, Writing down your emotions will help you flesh out how you're feeling, which may lead you into making a better decision. Number four, detect what drains you and your pick-me-ups. 
For me, every time I spend more than 30 minutes with my mom, I want to walk out the door and do a backflip into oncoming traffic. Doesn't mean I don't love her. Doesn't mean she's a bad person. It only means there's something I recognize about her that drains the life out of me. What picks me up is knowing the fact that I can hop in my car, press the gas, watch her fade away in the rearview mirror, and laugh at the fact that I clogged her toilet. For the rest of you, you might want to try something less disgusting. Try writing a list of activities with the people that recharge you and make you feel like your better self. Then write another list with the people that make you feel depleted. Then prioritize yourself around the people that bring you joy and sprinkle a little time in for the people who aren't so pleasant to be around. Number five, picture your perfect day. Take time to think about what's meaningful and why. It could be something that happened in your past or something you're looking forward to. Not only will this give you a sense of peace, but it will also help you get in tune with your inner happiness. Maybe your perfect day is rubbing down the pool guy and feeding him grapes while your husband and kids are at the zoo. Or maybe something in your past like the first time you discover porn. At the end of the day, nobody knows you better than you. So you owe it to yourself to listen and examine what your body and mind is telling you. Your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions matter because you matter. And I'm going to end this episode by saying it's better to have a sense of self than no sense at all. And if you like what you heard today, share it with somebody in hopes that it will help them too. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We also have the Patreon where you can ask me personal questions. Also want to say I have nothing but love for everybody who tunes in every week to listen to me ramble about foolishness. You keep me going and I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Once again, this is the Talk to Talk Club podcast and I'll see you next time.